Hey everyone, welcome back to your Enneagram Coach, the podcast. We are excited that our podcasts are now on YouTube. So go there, check us out, like this video and hit subscribe so that you can stay up to date on all the weekly episodes. Now, today we get to dive into the world of type fours, the introspective individualists. And in this episode, we're going to give you a fuller understanding of the type fours by applying our new proprietary Enneagram content called EIP or Enneagram Internal Profile. If you've not heard of EIP before, this is your first time, you can go back to episode 112, where we explain Enneagram Internal Profile, what it is and how it applies to each type. Uh, if you missed that episode, be sure to go back and listen to it. You'll provide you with some vital foundation for understanding all of our future episodes. EIP is also the topic of our new book, More Than Your Number. That releases this September. It's going to be, it's already available for pre-order. You can go to where anywhere books are sold. So before we begin, I, I thought we'd spend some time, Beth, in just talking about what is EIP. So why don't you give them a brief description of what is Enneagram Internal Profile? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So first, we always want to remember that God focuses on our heart condition. And that is why the tool of the Enneagram is so beneficial for us, because it brings us awareness and clarity on whether our heart is aligned or misaligned with the truth of the gospel in any given moment. So we developed EIP, Enneagram Internal Profile, to help all of us to see and understand that we are more than just one number or our main type. Because there are various parts of our heart and we experience these parts of our heart because we'll say things like, well, part of me wants to do this or part of me wants to do that or part of me likes that, but part of me doesn't like that. You know how we say things like that all the time. Now, of course, your main Enneagram type is the driving force behind why you think, feel and behave based on your core motivations. But it is not the only part of you from an Enneagram perspective. We have several parts of our heart that are influencing us. So we use EIP to help us to see some more of these complexity parts of us with astonishing clarity. So why don't let we take a look at our main type first. And there are two parts that comprise uh, each of the main types. First is the misaligned wounded child. And the second part is the gospel-led beloved child or the spirit-led self. So secondly, we have four main parts that are connected to our main type. And these four parts are part of who we are, and they show up in various ways. These are both of our wings, the two numbers adjacent, and the paths where you see on the Enneagram symbol the two lines that go to two connecting types. Now, each of these parts can show up in either aligned or misaligned ways, depending upon whether they are acting out of the beloved or the wounded. So what all this means is that by using EIP and recognizing that we are more than just one number, we can become aware of where our heart condition is at. Are we acting out of beloved or wounded? And how do the various parts of our hearts show up in our relationships and our work and uh, how we lead ourselves? And the invitation is to live from our beloved self, the spirit-led self, so that we can awaken, show up, and lead and manage our relationships. And when your beloved child leads all of your parts back to the gospel truth, you'll see a healthy overflow of your heart represented through the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. 
So why don't we get into the Type 4 and their AIP. Beth, why don't you start us off by giving us a description of the Type 4. Yeah. So Type 4s live primarily in their imagination and feelings. Deep down, they have hidden, idealized self. And they can visualize this uh, idealized self, this person that they passionately desire to become. Now, this idealized self is incredibly creative, socially adept, and universally desired. So they measure themselves up against this idealized self and then constantly feel that they're coming up short. And so what you're seeing is that they feel that they are somehow defective and flawed because they're not measuring up to, to this idealized self. And they believe that others are only going to love them if they become this idealized self. Now, their focus of attention is on what's missing. So they're going to continue longing for this part of them that they think is missing. Now, for them, they want to experience real beauty and depth and authenticity. And they can go into um, the deeper waters of emotions. And they can be there for very long periods of t- a time, um, also coming alongside people who are suffering instead of trying to get them to cheer up. They can actually really sit there with people. And some of the other many strengths that they have is that they find rich meaning in life and in these deeper emotions. They also have great intuition and creativity. And the creativity spans way more than what people usually think of, like the arts and music. It just goes way beyond that. And it's so intriguing to hear from them and how they can be creative in so many different spheres. And they usually have a really good sense of how other people are feeling and how to uh, support them emotionally. They also bring out beauty, depth, and creativity in others and in their particular situations that they're in. Now, yes, those are some many strings and there's so many more, but there's also weaknesses. See, the fours can experience some of the darker moods like melancholy, emptiness, and despair. And they often deal with a sense of self-hatred or shame. And they're constantly feeling that they're missing something, that something inside is defective and flawed. So they struggle with this sense of envy, feeling that others have what they're missing. And so they're constantly longing and never feeling fully uh, content inside. And they also feel that others completely misunderstand them. So it also makes them feel that they're a bit outside the circle of a group of people. However, at their very best, they are self-aware, introspective, creative, gentle, compassionate, empathetic, intuitive with themselves and others. They also, at their best, have balanced emotions, which means they can express themselves fully by not being too much or suppressing them right there in that middle space so that others can experience this beautiful value that they offer with emotions. And they also are able to marvel at Christ's deep love for them because of how he created them to inspire the world. Therefore, they're able to rest in Christ's love, who they know fully understands them because he's the one that created them. And at this place, they absolutely feel that they belong. Now, like all of us, our main type has core motivations, the driving force behind why we think, feel, and behave. And the type fours obviously have their core motivations as well. So let's dive into those. The type uh, four's core fear is being inadequate, emotionally cut off plain, mundane, defective, flawed, or being insignificant. Now they desire to be unique, special, and their most authentic self. And their core weakness is envy. And this is where they're feeling something tragically flawed inside, that something foundational is missing within them. 
but they look outside themselves and they feel like everyone else possesses these qualities that they lack. Now, they also have a core longing. It's a message that their heart longs to hear and experience. And it's, you are seen and loved for exactly who you are, special and unique. We'll be back after a quick break. Moms, it's here. Registration is open for Enneagram for Moms cohort. Yes, from May 6th to May 13th, you can grab your spot to be in one of the cohorts with moms of the same Enneagram type, plus with a certified Enneagram coach leading the way. Wouldn't that be the most amazing thing to be with like-minded moms who really understand what it's like to be on your journey as a mom from your type? Yes, it will feel so validating, reassuring, affirming, encouraging. You don't have to mom alone anymore. Go to yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash cohorts to grab your spot today because there's only 25 spots available for each cohort. Now we have a cohort for all nine types in the daytime and one in the evening. But when the spots are filled up, they're gone. So grab your spot today at yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash cohorts. The groups start the week of June 10th and go until the week of July 29th. There are 90 minute sessions and there's eight of them. Plus you'll get a free Facebook group community where you can continue the conversation with one another. Join today. You know, it's really interesting when you look at the four's core longing, one passage that really comes to mind is from Romans chapter 15. And Paul says this, it said, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Now, what, what would this mean for the type four? Well, there's, all, there's ambivalence with the four, that there's part of them that wants to be seen and wants to engage with others, and there's a part of them that hides. And their wings, three and five, you can see the tension again there of the three wanting to show up, the five wanting to hide. You can see the desire of relationships, of wanting to move towards people in relationships because their path is at two, but also wanting to do so in a principled way when the four moves to the type one. Uh, but these parts of them also, for the type uh, four, they can feel like the, the emptiness, the sorrow, the melancholy, they can get stuck. And these various parts can either assist in them helping them get stuck, or having been uh, led by the beloved self, they actually might abound in hope. Now, what does this look like? Well, let's consider Psalm 139. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there's any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Well, that's the hope. That's the hope that fills us up that, you know, the realization is, is that for fours, God loves you and understands you and seeks to discover more about along with you. You're not alone in understanding and experiencing the depth of your emotions. And those emotions actually become a gift for you to be able to move towards people in very creative and intentional ways. So let's first dive into one of the two main parts of your main type, Enneagram type as a type four, and that is the wounded child. The wounded child is part of our main type, hurt by the trauma and sin that's in the world. It's the most vulnerable and tender parts of our hearts. It reacts to life from a history of painful experiences, 
And its number one need is to protect itself from harm. So that means that all the other parts are going to serve in protection of the wounded child unless our beloved self shows up. Beth, why don't you tell us about the type four's wounded child? Okay, yeah. As a type four child, they long to hear you are seen and loved for exactly who you are, special and unique. So they have longings and feelings and passions that run deeply within them. And they use their emotions as their primary source to build their unique identity. And they feel disconnected and misunderstood usually by both their parents or authority figures to some degree. And feeling misunderstood leads them to assume that there is something fundamentally missing or tragically flawed within them. So they believe that they need to find something different and unique and special about themselves that will stand out for others to see and to love. So discovering their authentic and genuine self is a primary focus for them and their life. Now their wounded child part falsely believes that it's not okay to be too much or not enough. And it longs for others to see these unique abilities and so that they can finally feel whole, accepted, and belong. But as an adult, they still long to hear you are loved and seen for exactly who you are, special and unique. Now, as a type four's wounded child, some of the things, the false messages that can creep up uh, within them are ones like this. So a type four's uh, wounded child might say, it's not okay for me to be too much and it's not okay for me to be enough. It also might say, if I'm authentic and true to myself, then I'm okay. And another one might be, I am tragically flawed and something foundational is missing inside me, but others possess these qualities that I lack. What's wrong with me? Well, the wounded child reacts and does its very best to become this unique, authentic, and idealized version that they hope others will see, understand, and love. But they walk in this never-ending journey to find this missing part of them, this missing piece that they hope will finally show up, they'll finally be understood, and maybe one day they'll feel like they belong. Unfortunately, not only does that not work, but it only compounds the problems. The more a four searches for their authentic self, the more they're going to compare themselves against that idealized version that they paint in their mind and they can never obtain it. So this is going to leave them feeling hopeless, flawed, envious, and even moody and causing them to withdraw from relationships that they actually long to have um, in a deep and meaningful way. Well, what are ways that we can apply the truth of the gospel to this wounded part of ourselves? And the first of all is that we need to extend the very benefits that we have received from Christ to this part of our hearts, to be curious, to be compassionate, to be kind, to befriend this part of us, because for many, many years we have denied it, we have shamed it, we've been afraid to address it. This is a great opportunity for us to be able to offer our presence to this wounded part of our hearts. Now, some have found it helpful to name these different parts. So I talk about Jeffrey, and Beth talks about Bethy. And these are the wounded parts of us so that we can extend kindness and care to these parts of our hearts. You can choose a name that's based on the feelings that are associated, maybe younger self, older self, uh, or these various parts, wounded and beloved. But these are opportunities to build relationship to a part of our lives that we've not wanted to address. 
Beth, why don't we flip the coin now? Let's talk about the beloved child, the second part of our main type. Yeah. So the beloved child knows who they are and whose they are. It is that spirit-led self within us. And the beloved child knows that it is now free from feeling shame, rejection, and thinking that they're defective and flawed because the beloved child knows and feels God's delight. So the type four, when they're in this place, when the beloved child is leading the way, they feel God's seeing them, his gentle and loving gaze upon them and delighting in how he created them. And so the type fours are going to fully know and experience that they are seen and loved for exactly who they are, that special and unique creation that God created. Hey, Jeff, what are some ways that the type fours can speak gospel truth to them? Yeah, there's a few different ways in which we can apply the truth of the gospel to ourselves. Number one, you need to recognize that this uh, wounded part of our hearts can be a little elusive and resistant. So whenever this <laughs> isn't right. just simple like mantras that we create that all of a sudden bring comfort to it, but these are truths in which we can move, try to move ourselves towards in ever-increasing ways. Yeah. First of all is this, Christ has pursued me, saved me, bought me, so that I could forever sit at his table. He sees me, he understands me and values, loves, and he loves me deeply. That like Christ, I can feel deep emotions. I can find beauty where others can't. I can bestow compassion and extend emotional care to those who are in pain around me. Next, I'm not too much, or I'm not less than anybody else. I am part of a bigger story, a beautiful tapestry that God is weaving together. I belong in this world. Yeah, I love that. And we call it gospel self-talk. And all of us need gospel self-talk because we forget it all the time. A lot of times our wounded self gets activated and starts to lead all of our parts in ways that are negative. It's trying to help, but it's leaving it, leading us in negative ways that can be harmful to ourselves and others. And so we need our beloved self to show up to lead all of our parts back into gospel truth, which is this gospel self-talk. And your beloved child knows uh, itself in Christ and knows its position and it's aligned. And this is so key for real heart transformation. So let's look at the now the connecting types. So these are the types, the wings and the paths that are going to be activated through the lens or in the interest of either our wounded or beloved. The wings for the type four are type three and type five. And remember, the core motivations will always reign supreme. And so you don't become a three or five, but your core motivations are expressed through attributes of those types. But your connecting parts will bring both positive and negative characteristics. And so this is super key to understanding EIP or Enneagram Internal Profile correctly. So let's talk about the first wing, the wing three for the type four. Yeah, so type three wing, they can show up as very optimistic for the type four. They can help the four to be accomplished and adaptable, driven and excel in so many areas of life. The type three helps the four to focus on what needs to happen and how to adapt and appear successful and prestigious in any area. Now, when their wing three part is misaligned and trying to protect their wounded child, you might notice these things, that it might be trying to earn love and admiration uh, by becoming successful or this unique image for others to see and admire. And they might be foregoing their authenticity by shape-shifting into a particular image to gain the praise and affections of others. 
so that they don't feel a sense of lacking, that they don't feel that they don't belong. And they also might express uh, an abundance of confidence um, in their unique qualities and really start to maybe brag or show up in a way that can be off-putting to others. Now, under the beloved child, the type three wing can show up in such beautiful ways for the fours. They can um, give us a healthy self-confidence. And this is where they know they've been created in this unique way to offer the world creativity, intuition, vision, depth of emotions and insights. And when the three helps to bring about that confidence, the fours actually move out in support of others by bringing all of this great blessings um, that mean so much to the world. But they also help the the fours recover quickly. So fours can be um, emotional, can maybe get spun out in their emotions or have setbacks. Whereas the three can say, hey, yep, those, uh, those emotions are real and they're happening, but let's keep going. We want to continue to develop ourselves personally. And then the three is also going to bring optimism, a friendly spirit, upbeat attitude. And they also help the fours to be hardworking and accomplish a great deal. Well, here's one of the benefits of EIP that makes it unique is that oftentimes people believe that they only use one wing versus the other, and that's simply not accurate. Both of the wings show up. So let's talk about what it looks like when the five wing shows up for the type four. Well, type fives in general are withdrawn, wise, and an innovative observer who lives life with curiosity and craving to learn more. They fear a lack of internal resources and that too much interaction with others will lead to catastrophic depletion. They withdraw from others, and they tend to their own needs. So for a type four, when their wing five is misaligned, they'll try to protect the wounded child. They might become fiercely independent, becoming or building up boundaries to protect themselves from others of being too evasive on their lives. They, they need to sort out their feelings by using their intellect before moving forward in life. Next, they may believe that their thoughts and emotions are truth, causing them to react and respond to life and people from a false reality or false perspective. Under the leadership of the beloved child, though, five-wing becomes a gift. It combines intellectual insights with emotional intuition to produce stunning original works. This part of them generously gives others helpful insights and information that they've gathered over time. They connect with others from both an intellectual and an emotional level. So remember, both wings can be a blessing when they are aligned with the beloved child. But we don't want to limit ourselves to thinking that we only use one wing. We use both wings to varying degrees in different scenarios and different relationships. They are both a part of who we are. Yes, that's just so right. Many people, like you've said, really focus on, like, I have this dominant wing and this other one has no part of me. We don't want to be blind to that because if we're blind to how our other wing shows up, then we're possibly um, having a blind spot to the negative attributes that might be showing up, right? And so we might be harming our relationships or ourselves in ways that we're just not recognizing And obviously all of us really want to stop that. We want to have growth. We want to have joy, but we also don't want to negate the positive characteristics that show up because when that less dominant wing has these amazing attributes, we want to bring them to the forefront. We want to know that we can access that 
not only to bless others, but also it's going to bless our life in a much more uh, meaningful way. Well, the final two parts uh, for the type four are the Enneagram paths. And you can look at the symbol to find out what those paths are. These are just the lines that connect to two other numbers. Now, in regular Enneagram teaching, you might hear that one is a growth path and one is a stress path. We'd like for you to consider that they are both healthy and unhealthy attributes to these connecting types. So we're going to talk through what that might look like for the type four paths where they move to either type two or they move to type one. Beth, why don't we start with type two? Yeah, so type twos are highly relational, friendly, cheerful, energetic, talkative, and very engaging. They're going to support the main type by pulling um, from that inner well of emotions and connecting with others through this compassionate, generous spirit that they have. Now, when the type two part of their heart is misaligned, it's going to try to protect the wounded child of the type four. And some of the ways that they're going to do that is by constantly discussing the current condition of whatever relationship they're feeling is lacking or off course or not doing well. And so they're really wanting to focus in on how they're special and they're unique and how they're valuable to this relationship. But also this two-part can start to become very manipulative, uh, trying to create dependencies that others feel, oh my gosh, I need their help. I need them to focus in on me. And this helps the four to feel seen and, and um, experience like others need them. Also the type two might start to um, give flattery and be very possessive in their relationships, fearing that they're going to be rejected. And that fear of rejection for the two part and the feeling that they don't belong in the four part can really be hard for them. And so by using flattery and encouragements and affirmations, they're hoping to win those relationships over so that they can feel a sense of love and belonging. Now, under the leadership of the beloved child, the two part of their heart helps to recognize that they have this full value in Christ and feel this unconditional love that he offers, which enables them to take care of their own needs as they also care for others with no strings attached. They're also going to acknowledge the positive qualities in others and generously affirm, encourage, and support others right where they're at. They're also going to instinctively know how to make others feel special, seen, and cared for, because that two knows what others need and their emotional needs, and that four is going to be able to go in there and actually sit with them in those needs with compassion and support. So next, we're going to look at the type one path for the type four and how this type one part of them shows up. Well, the type one is sensible, ethical, responsible. It's serious and self-disciplined. This part of them feels personally obligated to improve you and the world. And it supports our main type by giving you self-discipline and balanced emotions for the four. But when that path, when the one path gets misaligned and is advocating for the wounded child, it's trying to protect. And so it's going to focus on flaws, becoming more judgmental and critical of others and the world, and very likely maybe even yourself. You'll become more vocal about your frustrations and disappointments, and maybe even visibly displaying your disappointment in your body language or in your tone. This part of you may become more impatient, prickly, and controlling when you feel that others are incorrect, irresponsible, or not being their authentic selves. But under the leadership of the, of the beloved child, 
This type one part of your heart will help you to become way more emotionally balanced, objective, and grounded in your relationships. It will embrace some of the mundane tasks as opportunities to be a good steward and be responsible, disciplined, and organized. And then you may begin to recognize that your feelings are not always reality and focus more on doing what is best for the good of everyone involved. And like your wings, your paths can be a liability or a gift. And that's why we need our beloved child leading these parts of our ver- the various parts of our hearts. We want you to visualize the parts of your heart all riding on a bus together. And for the type fours, that means you've got two and one and three and five. Mm-hmm. And you also have in there the beloved child and the wounded child. You don't want your wounded child to be at the wheel driving. <laughs> Why? Because that's going to leave all the various parts under the leadership of the wounded child, protective, fearful, reactive. But what we do need is the wise, mature leader who God knows is the truth in who he has given you by the Holy Spirit. And when your beloved child is driving, everything else is aligned. The other parts can relax in their seat and trust the driver. But when the beloved child disengages by going into the back and back oh, of the bus no. to sleep, <laughs> the wounded child and the other parts start to panic. Yep. These misaligned strategies, they, they grab at the steering wheel. They're doing their best to help you, but they're ill-equipped to match up to the task. That's why we need the spirit-filled self, the beloved child, to awaken, to get back into the driver's seat and to lead them towards the truth of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and boy, keeping that beloved child in the driver's seat is so hard. You know, we've been using the wounded child our whole life, and you know, there's times that we've recognized, yeah, that that beloved child, I can see it showing up. But man, to keep it there um, at the driver's seat is so hard. But what we recognize is that God has redeemed us, and he is continually restoring us. So we can be a part of that restoration process by coming alongside the Holy Spirit, surrendering, depending on him to work in and through our hearts, to let that beloved child show up with gospel self-talk and uh, reminding each other of how Christ has saved us. Well, here are some practical um, things that a type four can do to really help their um, Enneagram internal profile parts to show up on a daily basis in healthy ways. One, you might want to start your day um, with kind of a grounding affirmation. Now, this isn't a flattery to yourself. We're not wanting you to be inauthentic. We want you to be real and genuine. We want you to remind yourself that you belong here in this moment, the way God created you to be. He put you on this planet right now for very noble and amazing purposes. But then to intentionally uh, connect with people versus maybe staying in your imagination, be real, be in the moment. Um, recognize that you have emotions, validate that those are real, but maybe pull back a little bit in your mind to think those emotions uh, feel real, but is it actually truth? And then jot down those emotions in a journal so that you can really start to see what your emotions are and what the truth might be. And you might need to find a trusted friend that can help walk you through that process. Cause I know for me, when I'm really stuck in that wounded child space, it feels so real. And to have someone outside of yourself that you trust to be vulnerable with and can really lead and kind of bounce back some ideas of truth can be very beneficial. 
A few of the things that you can do to enhance self-leadership through this new way of a new approach to the Enneagram EIP is that number one is, as we mentioned before, giving each of these parts a name, some kind of unique moniker, a handle so that you can access them and know whenever they're online. And sometimes people can just even say my type uh, two part or my three part or my five part, you know, for the fours or type one part. Even that is pretty simple and basic. That's right. And the next thing, if you're interested, uh, one of our certified Enneagram coaches would love to help you. And they're going to be able to help you to move your Enneagram knowledge from your head into your heart, into your daily practice, where true transformation can begin. To find a coach that fits you best, you can go to our coaching directory at myenneagramcoach.com. And you can pre-order our new book, More Than Your Number. It comes out in September, where we go through all the basic principles of EIP and apply to each of the Enneagram types. Next week's episode, it's going to be amazing. Oh, it is. We're interviewing a panel of type fours to talk about all how all of these principles show up in their experience mm-hmm. as a four. It's going to bring so much clarity and mutual understanding. Mm-hmm. You're going to find for you fours and those of you who love fours, you're going to find insight and help. Yeah. So this is going to be fantastic. Yeah, we actually interviewed them before this podcast. Oh, so great. So much clarity. Um Oh, you're going to understand your fours in a whole new way, um, which will really mean a lot to the fours because they always feel so misunderstood. So definitely listen to that episode. And as always, remember that the Enneagram reveals your need for Jesus, not your need to work harder. It's the gospel that transforms us. Bye. Thanks for joining us.